Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode right here on the Premier Streaming Network and, of course, on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. It is the Jersey Boys. We're back. It's Dave Sturchio. It is Brett Ernst. It is Keith Ernst. Fellas, we've had a couple days now to kind of decompress. 24-hour windows kind of going away. There's obviously a lot to discuss with the Dallas Cowboys. You know, we all picked them to win uh, last week. Heading into the 49er game, we all kind of thought the uh, the glass zipper, the slipper was going to be retrieved and Brock Purdy would turn into a pumpkin again. But here we are, one more exit out of, uh, you know, not getting to the round that we want to get to. It's been now 28 years. If you count, it'll it'll be 28 next January. Um, so I'll start with Keith. I mean, dude, I, I guess just the floor is yours, man. I mean, obviously you guys are both in uh, shock uh, for, for starters, a little bit of shock. Um, but I guess, yeah, I mean, floor is yours, Keith. I mean, I, I, there's a lot to dive into. Well, um, this is what I have to say out of all the playoff losses I've experienced as a Dallas Cowboy fan, this one is probably the least painful. Same. Same. Go on. Yeah. Same. Uh, and the main reason why is, um, and I, I brought this up last week that I still didn't trust this team. And I got faces when I said that, but I didn't. I didn't trust them, um, and this is why. I knew this would happen again. I just didn't know when, and it just so happened. It happened, you know, in this game. You know, I meant uh, as far as, uh, 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 you know, could we have won? Absolutely. But like I said in our Jacksonville text, um, that Dak needs help to win a game. He needs help. And if Trayvon Deggs would have got that pick and Turpin would have gotten that punt return, possibly we're in the next level. But that's what I mean by help. He can't do it on his own. He failed us, okay? Those two interceptions were garbage, were horrible. Um, And forget that. Forget all that. Just forget it. That drive with three minutes left, going three and out and missing a wide open Michael Gallup like he did with our season on the line, that was the worst part of the whole game to me. That right there, you want to talk about his legacy? Everyone wanted to say his name is Dak Prescott last week. All right, all right. first of all, that was just me, but go ahead. With, with, with him beating Tampa? No. This could have been his legacy. I just watched freaking John Elway take the, uh, uh, the uh, 98-yard drive against the Browns. A little click came up on Facebook with his back against the wall against an awesome Cleveland Browns defense. That's what you do in those situations. He did not do that. And for, for that reason, um, he, to me, is the, the, the main reason why we lost that game. And, you know, and, that, and that's the inconsistencies I was talking about. He was one of the main reasons. So Now, Brett, uh, Brett through, through, the, through the text chat that we have, um, you just, you know, you've you've pretty much had it with the play, not so much the person, the play of one Dak Prescott. And then you went out and said I was delusional for backing him up. And I think after two days worth of sitting back and watching some tape and watching the picks and watching the play, you know, it's hard to defend. So, I mean, the floor is yours as far as uh, Dak Prescott. We're in the same position we were 
last year where we're thinking, is Dak Prescott the guy that can lead this team to the to the championship? What, what's really frustrating about the whole thing is that, first of all, uh, we beat Tampa. We beat almost every team in the playoffs, right, That in the season. We even beat Cincinnati. We beat San Diego, right? We beat Tampa. We beat the Giants. We beat uh, the Eagles. But what are you saying now? We didn't. Be, we didn't beat San Diego this year. That was last year. <laughs> Whatever. Regardless, okay. we we beat those guys once upon a time. So yeah. Sure. No, 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 no. That's right. I thought we played San Diego. Didn't we win? Didn't we beat them this year? No, we didn't play the West. What am I talking about? All right. Well, there goes that. Well, they played I the Rams. State State Stadium. So if that counts. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, point, the point is though is that uh, our defense played outstanding, man. Outstanding. And you know the the uh, I mean that last drive. That kept kept them going. I mean, they, they did get that was a, I thought it was a stupid penalty, but whatever. Um, dude, Dak. I mean, that, like he said, that last drive, man. You got and we have three timeouts and a two minute warning, and your first throw is almost a pick six, right? You're right. Then you miss a wide open uh, uh, gallop, and and then you took a sack, and we had to punt. And and then on top, I'll tell you what really hurt us too is is losing Pollard, man. Oh, of course. I mean that, that was huge. that was huge. And and then we couldn't and then we couldn't um and, and then we couldn't uh, depend on our fucking kicker. But then he started making field goals. So then we're like, okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. You know. Um, I kind of yeah, knew that was eventually going to happen. Like, I mean, the guy can't miss everything for the rest of his life. You would have assumed that. Bro, can I can I say something real quick? Yeah. I was going to say that what you just brought up too, uh, the, his three passes he threw, what we're forgetting too is the Niners just had a long drive against our defense. Him going three and out and putting our defense back out there was, was awful, was awful. All right, go ahead, bro. No. And and, you know, it, 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 it just, it's frustrating because we're going to lose a lot coming up, man. We're probably going to lose Dan Quinn. Right. We have, I don't know how many free agents we got. We got to figure out now. I mean, if, if Dak it does the right thing and says, Hey, let's restructure like Tom Brady did almost every year, you know, um, I don't know how we're going to keep a lot of these players, man. I was going to save um, the free agents to be for next episode, considering, you know, we need some context and shit. So we'll definitely touch on a couple of them because a couple of them are prominent. And do you think we live in a world? I mean, there's articles coming out now already that Ezekiel Elliott is willing to take a pay cut and restructure to stay with the Cowboys. Now, do you think Keith, do you think this is because nobody else is really going to pay him? Like he he just seems to me, I love Zeke. I'm a big Zeke enthusiast. I love his character. I love, I love the dude. He didn't play that bad. He played No, he only had 20 yards. So yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody. He got us key first downs. Um, He ran pretty hard. Yeah. For those. And that's, but that's the thing. Like, you don't understand. Are you, We're going against one the top defense in the NFL. You know what fair, I mean? Fair, fair. But what I'm saying is, for 16 million dollars, it shouldn't cost that much to have a short yardage situational back. Is what I'm saying. So I think Keith, do you think that this and is? By the help? way, the only thing I want to say to Sturge, we didn't have one touchdown drive, not one. We, yeah, we did. We yeah, had we did. Dalton Schultz scored. The Dalton Schultz. Yeah, scored. but that was only because of a fumble that put us close to the end zone. No, I mean, it's like, we, no, we didn't drive. No, it wasn't, bro. 
Yeah, it was, wasn't it? No, that fumbled actually. That's that you're confusing. First you of all, got a field goal out of that by Brett Maher. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we'll 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 go back from the Z question then. Hmm. Yeah, that that's one thing too is that we didn't have one friggin' drive in the second half. Not one. We only had two drives, two legit drives where we scored that whole freaking game. The touchdown from Schultz and the field goal. That's it. The other field goal that Brett is mentioning was off of a muff punt, and we couldn't move the ball again. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear the Pollard thing. Stop that. Everybody stop it. That Teams deal with shit like that all the fucking time. All right? I understand how important. Get over it and score a fucking touchdown. All right? Now, it's just what it is. Now, you know, and I think Malik Davis should have been more involved as for well. him to only get three touches after Pollard goes down was very head scratching. It was because yeah, we know poor decision making. We know we know what the kid can do. I mean, I'm not going to say he's Pollard nor Zeke, but we know that he's got some burst. You and know, he's fact- young and he's hungry, bro. Those hungry fucking players want to make a name, especially in the playoffs. I don't get it, bro. I do not at all. Now, I don't. You know, called a bad game. No. Yeah. No. I, I don't. I don't. I think well, it was Dak playing terrible. Well, so, so here, here's the thing. Now, the Cowboys with a second-round exit, you know, they get one round farther than they did last year. Um, Mike McCarthy's apparently safe, according to Jerry Jones. He's going to let this marinate for a minute. I'm hey, sure there's going to be rumors. coached a great season, man. I, listen, when you – again, I, I've said it. I've yelled this from the mountaintops. You don't win 12 games by accident, man. So, back-to-back years. So – He's got these guys playing well. It's just about execution on the field. And what we watched that at Dak Prescott was quite inexcusable. And even their own, you know, .com, Patrick Walker, one of my favorite writers, he's out there. The headlines really caught steam um, saying that, like, you know, Dak basically gave the game away. And I mean, maybe it's time that we start holding this dude accountable for what he's doing to the team. And, I, and while I, I, still, I still think – he possesses a lot more games like the Tampa game than he does like the Washington game or this game. I think there's still stuff in the tank, but from everything that I'm reading, I tend to agree with this. There's he needs and just exactly what you said, Keith. He needs he needs help. He he does not have the skill set to be the put the team on his back and do wonderful things by himself. He doesn't have that. No. Um Dude, if so we what? had look, Brock Purdy played the same game pretty much uh, Dak did statistically, but without two turnovers, right? He yeah, managed. If anything, I think Dak might have even thrown a couple more yards, but I, mean, I don't think so. But just but the the um the the key is what Jimmy Johnson's quote was: "It's not the amount of good plays you make; it's the amount of bad plays that can hurt a team." And you know, I don't know, man. I mean, there. It, there's a part of me that's like if Cooper Rush was in there and we just managed the game and 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 hit those little the, the passes you need to make. I mean, dude, he was throwing behind guys on crossing patterns and you know over overthrowing people on screens and it, it just you know you can't have that man. You just can't have that consistency, accountability. Um, those are things that are really big in any type of thing that you want to do in success. Is you got to be consistent. And the only thing he's consistent is is I've I've seen him have more games like this with it when it counts than when it doesn't. Uh, I want to say uh, going back it to your sucks, your Zeke yeah. question that was never answered. Yeah. Um, that I think the reason Zeke I think Zeke is, is a stand up guy. I really do. 
And I think what he's doing is saying, I'm not worth 16 million in a, in, in his own way. I'm not saying other teams wouldn't sign him. I don't believe that for that much or whatever it is. I think he wants to stay with us. And I, and I believe he's doing this based on his performance and what he brings to the team. I would love to have him back at a lesser price for him, knowing the offense for, for his blocking ability and his short yardage. Hell yeah. Take Z look a lot of running backs like John Riggins. There's a lot of running backs that got a second win on the latter part of their careers. Um, who knows? Who knows? You know, yeah, so. and I think and he's never really had any serious, serious injuries, has isn't he? Isn't it so weird? No, he's had the knee last year, the PCL thing, yeah. but that, that's that's really it. Yeah. But don't you think it's kind of like really, really weird and ironic that in the last game of the season, just like last year, there's like a catastrophic injury. Like Tony Pollard broke his leg, man. Yeah, like it, and 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 Michael Gallup last year tore his ACL in the last game. So now, apparently, according to what I've read, he'll be good to go for training camp now. Will that be with the Dallas Cowboys? You know what I mean? Because now, do you think the leverage is in our court, Brett? When when guys get hurt, you know, their their price tag goes down. You're coming off an ankle now. You know, you're no longer coming off this 1,000-yard season as a supplementary back. You're coming off the season with an ankle injury. Do you think because of this, it's almost like a little bit of a blessing in disguise if you're a Cowboys fan that we're going to get Pollard back on the cheap? Well, it's not a curve. Career-ending injury. I mean, everybody no. breaks something. I mean, I know I have, and you, you know, it, it'll it'll heal up. He'll be fine. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I can't see a team that needs a running back like him being. Well, he broke his leg, or what, what was it? It was his his, his ankle, fractured right? fractured tibia. Yeah, so it, he'll be he'll be uh, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I, I don't think that's going to affect his price tag at all. So, but I'm saying then, you know, with Zeke trying to restructure, which again might. <clears throat> might happen do you think do you think tony pollard has played his way out of dallas is what i'm saying do you think somebody's going to come out and overpriced because we've seen it happen look what happened to said wilson he's getting franchised bro he's getting franchised that's that's what i'm hearing too yeah Yeah, not only that i meant like you know uh, it's not that much of a running game like it used to be where like a team is really gonna put a lot to get a running back like that i mean i guess if they have it you know what i mean but I think we could keep them. I think we could definitely keep them, whether with, with a franchise tag or a restructuring deal. Like, with, I think we'll be able to keep them. I, I want to keep them, man. I mean, to me, Dalton Schultz is probably, and it's messed up to say, but I mean, we have a lot of good tight ends. It might like, be Fergus season. That's what I've been reading. It might be Fergus season uh, for next year because they got him, McEwen, and the 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 villain who wasn't. Um, it wasn't present for the game. He had a hamstring injury in practice, which sucked. Um, but I would say with um, with Pollard as well, man. What what would what would he get paid under the franchise tag, Starch? Um, about twelve million, eleven million. Hmm. It's yeah. it's yeah, but listen, it's not a quarterback price. Quarterback price is over. I know, 40. but still, I mean, honestly, man, I, I love Pollard, but like, I don't know, running back. The, the thing is, this uh, sh- you're seeing a lot of guys like Pollard in the NFL. And they develop, and they they wind up. If you look at their story, they're like a fourth round unsigned or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, I agree. I agree, the guys. The, that this is the the theory that you shouldn't pay a running back top dollar. But on the flip side, look at what Christian McCaffrey brought to the 49ers, and that dude's making top dollar. So it's like that's true. That's true. He, he he's he's absolutely tearing up another scene. He is with he a is. new team and a new system. I agree. Yeah. And but now like guys like Saquon Barkley are going to be looking for a new deal. Like how much money can he get? You know what I'm saying? So 
you're looking at uh, a running back market where Tony Pollard's going to want, if he's going to be used as the top guy, which apparently from everything that we've seen on the field, that the, Tony Pollard was out carrying Zeke at times, he's going to want RB1 type money. And even with a restructure, I don't know, man. It might be the end of the line for a guy like Tony Pollard. He, he has a rare thing that a lot of running backs that are great have, and that's that second gear, man. Like, you know, you see him burst, and then he has another burst. That, that, right. That's really rare in running backs, man. Yeah, I mean, and again, we played one heck of a defense. Can't take anything away from San Francisco. They picked the ball off twice. They're making stops when they have to. The only thing that kind of bothered me now, you guys know the game. I, I actually looked it up today, and – I watched it. If you really watch the play, and this is I'm not just trying to make this up for clicks or anything like that, but if you watch the play, Kyle Juszczyk is covering George Kittle at the snap. George Kittle is not an eligible receiver for the play that he bobbled the ball and caught it. Oh, wow. He caught So he's being covered up. Apparently, they're like, oh, all you need is a yard of separation. And I'm like, dude, their, their hands are on the same yard marker. So that, therefore... No, you know, and he he picks up his block first, and then once Purdy starts running around, he releases his block and starts running a seam down the field, and and apparently, you know, referees, this is a, a commonly missed call because of jumbled and and guy and it's Kittle, so it's like they're not like, oh, why would he not be eligible? You know what I mean? Like, it's in a wham bam situation where again, that was an incredible catch. Trayvon Diggs pulls up a little limp uh, as far as a chance to pop him on that play, uh, but then I was telling my dad, I was like. Uh, you know, if he pops him on that play, we got 15 yards first down anyway. That's the the world, the, the league we're playing in right now, where you can't jar a ball loose without looking like you're you're. It's unnecessary yeah. reference. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So the whole play sucked. <laughs> but well, yeah, you still you still make that hit just in case. Correct. I mean, 15 is better than 30, right? I mean, like, it's not like he's gonna get kicked out of the game for targeting or anything like that. I think oh, we're just making a play. You know, he does. You see him avoid a lot of contact sometimes. And, you know, you do. He, you do. I mean, completely corner. whiffed. He completely whiffed on this one. It reminded me. He's a finesse corner. He is. He is. And and it reminded me of that one, the the Minnesota miracle, where that guy just completely whiffs on digs and he just takes off and runs to the house and ends the game. But Um, there's something I want to say about our defense. I thought they played great, like everyone said, but they didn't. But I don't think they played excellent. Celebrating over 90 years of five-star, high-quality customer service, Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru right there in Avenel, New Jersey, is my go-to spot for all of my new and used vehicles. I myself decided to upgrade, and I went from a Chevy Equinox all the way up to a Chevy Blazer Rally Sport. It's not your average Blazer. This thing hauls ass. If I get that itch to go big, I'm going big with Richard Lucas Chevrolet, and I'm going to go with the 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500. It's got the all-star four-wheel drive package with a 2.7-liter engine. Check out their entire inventory online at richardlucaschevy.com or give them a call at 800-717-6944 and tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm gonna, I can get heat for this, but I'm just saying, if they played excellent, that Kittle play, the Trayvon Diggs would have picked off that interception. The things we need when we, and what have we been saying, especially myself, through this whole year? This team goes through our defense and the turnover We're battle win because of our defense. Because I never really believed Dak was the guy. Okay, and if they made that pick and if that Kittle play, they may have taken us to the next round. I'm not knocking them by no means. By no means. They played great. But in order, I mean, in order for us to win, and I know it's hard, they had to p- play almost impeccable in order for us 
against this team with Dak Prescott as our quarterback. Yes. Well, yeah, but at the same time, you know, you're keeping them on the field. No, for sure. Eventually they're going to get winded. I mean, you what know, did you see well, before the half? What about before the half, that third and 14 where, really? where uh, they got in field goal range? Remember, we had them. They just shouldn't even have got that. I don't, that's the one play. I'm like, all right, you've been blitzing party this whole time. Why are you only rushing three right now? I mean, yeah. I don't get it. Like, that's what I don't get sometimes. It's like, you see this kid. He's a kid. He looks scared. He looked for the first time. He didn't know what he was doing. And on that on that play, we go into this stupid prevent that gave him time to run around and make that, that long, stupid third down play he made that put him in field goal range before the half. They, you know, they definitely that, they definitely played a good game of defense uh, because of the fact that this team was flying high, averaging like over 30-some-odd points a game. We held them to 19. You got to win that game. You know what I mean? If you hold this team under 20 points, you got to win that game. And, you know, credit to Parsons, who, by the way, I mean, that one replay, I've watched it a million times. He completely just hip-tossed this one dude. It was incredible yeah. to see what, what this kid possesses and how much, you know, how much we can get out of this kid. But, like, of course – the minute you lose a second now, second time that Micah Parsons has tasted defeat in the playoffs, right? Like people are already starting to compare him to like DeMarcus Ware. Like he's going to be this all generational talent that we love and endure so much. And he's just never going to be able to capture any success with the Cowboys because we're the Cowboys and we can't do it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a no. shitty feeling for sure. Yeah. And, you know, for this defense, more than likely, Dan Quinn's going to dip this time. Last year, it was like, we got unfinished business. We got the team in place. We're one year away. Here we go. Let's win another 12 games. Let's get to the postseason and let's win the fucking the whole thing, right? Dan yeah. Quinn's probably going to leave this time. I, I got a feeling. And from what I've read today, Kellen Moore is interviewing with Carolina. That seems like a really good fit for him. So I don't know if he heads the, if he's the runner up or he's the, um, you know, the head guy over there right now, the guy in the lead of the candidacy. There's a chance we go into next year with just Big Mike. You know, and and coordinators have to be found, um, and there, and that that means a whole new offense. Yeah. So what Brett was saying it before the, before the uh, before we went live is is the windows closed like that yeah. window of this team and this system, it's over, and yeah. and that's a scary thought because now all of a sudden you're looking at Dak Prescott entering year eight, Zeke entering year eight, Ceedee Lamb entering year four, I think it is already. Like Trayvon Diggs entering year three, four, you know? So it's like, holy shit. Like before you know it, all these guys' contracts are going to be up and we're going to be up in arms because we got 50 million a year dictated to Dak Prescott. And yeah. that's the market. And, and listen, and I'm not about to say like, oh, we should have never paid him. That's the market. And that's the way it is. The quarterback always represents a nice, sizable chunk of your I, cash. I, I knew this. I knew this kind of was going to happen, man. <clears throat> like if we sign him for that much money, it, I just knew. And, you know, again, for – I don't care what the dictate. The, the, the market's got to change then because, you know, I, look, we can find a quarterback too. I mean, I think we need to start drafting and looking, man. I kind of I, I I agree with the sentiment of drafting right now. Like, I'm talking right. third round. If there's somebody there that has the talent, you take the flyer and you, and I, you go I, in. I really and, believe if Cooper Rush played, it would have been a different game. And it doesn't mean one. We he's a better, he's a better quarterback than Dak, but he's a the way he game manages is what Purdy did, right? Purdy just managed the game. He he threw the right passes. He made one bad play with that that could have been a pick. But if you're 
if you're a franchise quarterback, you can't throw. I mean, they dropped the pick six. If, if we're going to count Purdy's almost interception, then we got to count that interception that almost happened when, when we're trying to get a game-winning drive on the first pass. The decision. I got to ask you guys, though, straight up, and this is just for my sanity, you guys both are in agreement that if Cooper Rush started this game against the 49ers, we would have won? Yes. Now, hold on a second. Can I say something? Hold on. Sure, please defend okay. that. I, I would like to hear Sure, it. sure. The best games I've seen our team play this year, there's five of them. The best games I've seen them play all around. 12 wins, and you got five of them. I know. No, 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 no. I got five of them, 13 wins. Um, Sorry, yes. Okay. The Tampa Bay wild card game, yes. And then Cooper rushes four wins. That is the best I've seen this team play all around. Okay. Well, now when you, I know what you're thinking. Oh, Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush. Look, Cooper Rush doesn't make that stupid fucking interception that Dak Prescott did on second and two, forcing it into CD Lamb on the 15 fucking. When did he do anything that when he when did he do that when he was playing quarterback? He was smarter with the ball. He's not making stupid fucking decisions like Dak is. I understand Dak can put up a game like he did against Tampa, but he also loses games like he did against the 49ers. We need somebody, like Brett said, a Brock Purdy, that's not going to make dumbass decisions. He's going to control the offense, give the defense a fucking breather. Are you serious? They go 70 or 80 yards against us or whatever it is, and you're going to go three and out and put them back out there and say, oh, now you got to stop them because there's a two-minute warning left and we got three timeouts. Fuck you. Fucking drive the ball. Do it Do it correctly. I'm sorry, bro. Yes, Cooper Rush, not only do we win, we win by double digits. Dak is the sole reason why we lost this game. This is what I say we do, okay? This is my opinion because I'm looking, and we should get into this. Is Dak the guy is the next thing up. Okay. No, he's not. And I'll tell you, I think he's a doubt. And I know this sounds crazy. I posted this and people were coming after me about it a little bit. He'll always be a Dallas Cowboy to me. I mean, he is one of the best quarterbacks we've had. We've had a lot of good quarterbacks. Absolutely. I think it goes Roger, Troy, Don Meredith. And then you got Romo, Danny white, Dak Prescott, and that's it. Okay. He's in that top six. All right. So Vinny yeah, Testaverde, Vinny Testaverde, go ahead. <laughs> but I met he doesn't have the mindset in this market, the Dallas Cowboys, the pressure, everything that comes with that. He might do good on a Carolina. He might do good somewhere else better. He's not the guy for this team, though. That's how I feel. I think we run it back. We got to try to keep Kellen Moore, man. I'm telling you, if we run it back with Cooper Rush. I know it sounds crazy. I know you're shaking your head. I'm just because I'm, I'm just trying to think realistic. I am being realistic. A balanced offense, a balanced offense can take you a long way, bro. And I mean a long way. Listen, well, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. If you're looking at Purdy's play, you tell me Cooper Rush couldn't play that do, do the same amount that the Purdy did. He could, but but in that regard, Purdy didn't play exceptional, but he played mistake free. He managed the game, right? He he didn't he he made the throws he had to make. And, and he wasn't forcing it. And, and again, if you have a good system around you, all right, that's all you need from your quarterback. You see it all the time. Now, 
again, I, I, obviously we're not in the field, and I've never played quarterback. I understand their position because I was a defensive back. But you're, you're, you're watching his, his progressions and, and, and his choices. Again, I'm not on the field. I don't know. Dude, why are you forcing that pass? You don't have to. And how are you missing wide open receivers? And let's talk about that Hilton catch, not the, the C.D. Lamb catch. Mm-hmm. C.D. had him burnt. He underthrew him where he had to come back, which was forcing the, the that pass interference, which I really don't think it was, to be honest with you. We called the ball I mean, anyway. He, yeah, he, it, yeah. he, he ran into him. It was underthrown. And then it, it, you you gotta if he if he leads that guy if he leads CD that's a touchdown, man. Okay, so I'll bring this to you guys because it's the realistic conversation to have. You, Keith, you just said no, right? But in real terms, the dude's got a hefty contract. He will not be released by the Cowboys. He will not be cut. He will not. There's no. There's none of that. There are the the slightest of conversations about a team that would take on the contract via trade. But realistically, man, what is your solve for 2023? Right now, here's my thing. All right. Well, how much money uh, uh, would we save in the long run if he was released? That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, all right, we'd save a lot. So here's my thing. You have Cooper Rush next year at the same price you have him right now. Mm-hmm. Correct? Uh, That's what I'm well, trying yeah. to say. Ride with Cooper, release, draft a quarterback if we can, somebody we believe in, someone else in the future if Cooper's not the guy, and just give this guy a shot. Keep Hold on to Kellen Moore. Hold on to as many of these players you can, and let's do it again. I want to see that team that went 4-1. and one Okay, so five, I'm just, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Um, in 2023, this year, he has a $49 million cap hit next year. All of his stuff is prorated and bonused. He has zero guaranteed money in 2024. It is 50. That cut number is $52 million. So they have technically they have an out. Um, they yeah. have guaranteed money, voided money in 25 and 26. So they they did this right in regards to having most of it yeah. up front, but now like the the trickle down effect is that they have the twenty three number which is going to be forty nine, and technically the twenty four number which is fifty one. If they don't want that, they don't have to. So at least at the very least, we're down another forty nine million dollars next year. Yeah. Um, and with like or I said, without I, him, right? With or without him. Yeah, I mean you caught him, and it's well, yeah, because it's going to be if you caught him now that dead cap money. Is stupid. It's like ninety million dollars. So yeah, it's like you can't. People, I mean, th- this is the problem. This is what I was afraid of, man. Now, yeah. I mean, then th- then we got to keep them. I mean, unless somebody wants to pick that check up, which I seriously doubt. No. Uh, <laughs> if I had to like hypothetically draw up some stuff, there's a similar contract in Vegas. If you wanted to swap contracts and think Derek Carr could be the guy in Dallas, no. That's that's the only one I can think of. Well, he's not. My head. <clears throat> I mean, dude. Again, this is this is what I was afraid of, man. I think it's everybody's. It was everybody's concern. Like, it's yeah, just, you get you get rah rah for when it's signed. You get rah rah for when it's signed, and then and then this happens towards uh, the end. Brent was never rah rah. No, no, no. I'm saying no. The the yeah. general consensus. I know exactly. Um, I know exactly how Brett felt about the contract. Yeah. He loved the kid, not the contract. Totally get that. I was okay with it. I was. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I just went. I, I just okay went based it. off of. I just went based off of what. What was everybody else was getting right, but now it's like this. It's like this. Here's the thing. Now this is gonna make you make you nuts. 
because next year when Dak is making $49 million a year, a guy like Daniel Jones is going to be searching for a contract. And from what everything that I've been reading, he's only going to get like 35 a year, no matter where he goes. So like, is Daniel Jones $15 million less than Dak Prescott's play? It's like Daniel Jones had himself a fucking awesome year, you know, a yeah, comeback yeah, year of yeah. sorts. Yeah. So now maybe the market is shifting a little bit because look, you got Mahomes making like half a bill, right? Like he's just fucking, he's a cream of the crop, right? Then you got Deshaun Watson's guaranteed money. Lamar's going to want guaranteed money. I saw fucking already. I saw like digital recreations of Lamar in a eight, jersey in dallas i'm like jesus christ you know like but even i would never in a million years want that guy in dallas not once um but like you're looking at this this market now where there's there there is the upper echelon guys but then there's going to be guys like joe burrow and herbert and guys like that they're going to reset this market to the moon and it's going to make prescott's contract look a lot less um i, I just think I, I just think that it's the cowboys are in a situation now where there won't be a trade suitor, there won't be uh, there won't be a cut. Next year is it because of the void in his contract and no guaranteed money the following year. Next year, the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys will be Dak Prescott. And then we're out again. And then we're out. But yeah, I'm saying that. But then saying. it's over. I, I, that's what I mean. Why wait? I don't. I, I, I get what you're why saying. wait because they don't want to eat that dead cap money. Hold on to him. Put him on the bench then. <laughs> Because you're not, we, they're not going to settle. Money. They're not going to be uh, happy to put a fifty million dollar guy in the well, bench. Then they're not. Then we're not going to win. That's it. Well, we're then, see the what same I'm saying is, it's, season, man. it just seems like thing. it's already writing on the wall. He's the guy for next year, unless again, Andrew. you never want to root for injury. But if if no, you know, of course Dak, not. No, but I'm, I'm saying Dak Prescott over the last two years has shown us anything is that he's also pretty fragile too. You know, so you do want. To have a competent guy to get hurt. No, I mean, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. saying. I'm I'm just saying to have somebody on the roster that's ready to go because guess what? Cooper Rush is a free agent. But my point is, is that he was on the roster this year when Cooper Rush was playing. Okay. If we want to keep him, keep him. Fine. But I'm saying Cooper Rush should start the season. I know everyone, I know it sounds crazy. Cooper Rush is a free agent, Keith. And when he, no one's going to, if they pay top dollar for him, no, I wouldn't he, say to pay top unless, dollar for him, but I mean, you know, unless he goes, unless he, unless he goes to, to Carolina with, uh, with Kellen Moore, could be a thing. Yeah, imagine if that, that happens, and ima- just imagine if that happens, and how, and if they go really far, farther than Dax ever went, how fucking stupid we're gonna look. It just well, here's the thing, we already said this on this show, this specific show, on this specific episode, you said it, Dak needs help. You think he can go over there in Carolina and, and turn that team around with the fucking weapons they got? They got nothing over there. Carol- right? Carolina's got a decent defense. De- fine, decent defense, but so does Dallas. But also, bro, I think, and I think in Dak's defense too a little bit, is the microscope on the Cowboys, man. It's just. Oh, uh, listen, some people flourish that, when they leave these big high that's energy what I mean. I mean, I don't know if that's what I'm trying to say mostly is that I don't know if this is, you. it takes a special type of person to deal with all this fucking bullshit. So that but, the Dallas Cowboy quarterback has to deal does, with. Maybe that he does do a lot of it. A lot of it also. Let me talk. A lot of it has to do with our fan base. I mean, mm-hmm. even reading the stuff, bro. They talk so much shit without knowing anything. You know what I mean? And and, and they don't. It, oh yeah, he's this that. No, it's dude. Look again. Situational 
football. That's what you need. When you get a guy like Mahomes, you don't see him doing this, right? Like I said, Purdy, Cooper could have played the same game Purdy did. There was no crazy, uh, you know, run, scrambling for 20 yards and then go. It was just, just keep the, the game management going. Make smart plays. Don't force plays. Don't turn the ball over. I mean, this is basic stuff. If we had a quarterback that just knew how to manage the game and not force stuff, we wouldn't be talking about this right now. Let's flip the script. If Brock Purdy's the quarterback of the Cowboys, we win? Yes, absolutely. I don't absolutely. know. I don't, I don't know. know, Pat. I mean, I just... How, how could you not? He's playing... Well, our, is Kyle Shanahan our coach? No, no, no. no. Just flipping the player. Just flipping the player. So, look. All in all... Clearly, like, there's going to be more news that surfaces, obviously, with Dak and the contracts and free agency. And next week, we'll dive into each and every free agent, yay or nay. Is he staying? Is he going? Cut him, keep him, whatever. We'll do all that next week. But obviously, this season, I'll ask one final question. Brett, is the 2022 season as a whole a success? I mean, yeah, it's a success. I mean, again, we we were the we made it. We were the last three teams, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> By schedule, um, yeah. Like what, what frustrates me again is we beat every team in the NFC playoffs except for San Francisco, which was this one in Seattle because we didn't play them. Right. And we did beat Cincinnati. And I, 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 you're right. I was thinking about uh, San Diego. I'm saying we, we have a, we had a good shot to actually go and win something this year. And if, if our quarterback played the way he's paid to play and, you know, I look at the Tampa game the first season. I look at the Washington Redskins. I mean, the, whatever the fuck they're called. I look at how we played against San Francisco. I look how we played against San Francisco uh, last year. There's a consistency here of being inconsistent. And to me, that's a red flag. And, you know, and then we put all of our eggs in this basket. I mean, look, if we're going to eat the money anyways, give them one more year, see what happens. I mean, if we're going to eat it anyways, I do think what he said, Cooper Rush might go with, uh, what's his name? Kellen Moore, if he, yeah. If he becomes the head coach at, uh, of Carolina. I meant, look, Cooper was a decent quarterback. He's just as good as Brock at, right now. Brock only played seven, eight games, man. And and he's winning because he, he's, he's managing. He's getting the system. There's nothing spectacular about this kid. Uh, Physically, athletically, I mean, look, Dak is leaps and bounds again, but it's just the the, the decision making and not turning the damn ball over. I mean, he missed what six games this year and still led the league in interceptions. That's insane. And he had two in 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 a, in a divisional playoff game and one that should have been a pick six. If we're going to say Purdy threw one and was dropped, that was on a game winning drive. That that's when we need you, man. When you're getting that amount of money, that's that's your job. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, I will Keith? say that. Yeah. Um, I would say that uh, it's funny that Brett's bringing up the playoff teams we beat. Who beat them? Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush beat Cincinnati. Cooper Rush beat the Giants. Cooper Rush beat a Washington team that Dak couldn't beat. Let's talk about it. Cooper Rush beat the Super Bowl champions. Uh, Los Angeles Rams. He had the Eagles on the on the ropes in the fourth quarter. I mean, the the that's what I'm trying to say to everyone right now. 
let's see how it rolls. Let's just see. Let's not just throw Dak in there because he hasn't. Screw that. We know what's going to happen with him. You know, I say we take a different route. If we're going to go all in, if we're going to go kamikaze or whatever, let's do it another way. Let's do it a different way. we got to hold on to Kellen Moore. I wish we could hold on to Dan Quinn because the thing with Dan Quinn that scares me is players are going to follow him. You know, anyone that's a free agent on defense, we're not getting back. His players are loyal to him. Yeah. There's, and, a, there's and, a couple of them already on the team from Atlanta. Van Der Esch played a hell of a game. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Bro. And he, I'm sure he's earned his contract, and we'll talk about that next week because there's Best a lot of guys that play all year. Agree? What? Yeah. Best game he's played all year. Oh, yeah. Oh, Without question. Yeah. Without question. I mean, look, that was the one thing. You would look at this 49er game in a box score, and you're like, wait, so – the running game didn't really do anything, and we still lost. You know what I mean? Like, there was one yeah. bad run up the, up the gut for nine yards untouched for a touchdown. But other than that, we bottled them up. You know what I mean? So and that was after two penalties. I know. Right? You, you, know, you know what does concern me, too, is, like, those underneath passes that he just throws behind the receiver. I mean, it's, it's got to be – you want to be in stride. It's you're, you're like that one, he almost got CD killed. And you know he, what? It's, it's crazy because – and you're, you're right. I'm just saying you're right in regards to his accuracy problems. And then, you know, I know you guys don't buy into that stuff, but like as soon as the, you know, as soon as the playoffs are over and the Super Bowl champs crowd it crown, and then like a week later, you'll see a picture of like Dak working with the receivers. Like, Oh, we're going to get this, this time. Ah, you know, it's just like, all right, cool. Like I can't buy into it anymore. You know what I mean? I, I, I also have to, you know, kind of pump the brakes a little bit when it comes to my uh, little search ways. I think, I think this team, has a lot of holes, has a lot to fix, and it starts with up top at four. Well, we uh, have not- look, our, our Achilles heel. Like when Romo was there, our Achilles heel was our defense, man. Our defense was just. No, you played with a bunch of atrocious defenses. And, and not for nothing, but Tony Romo, ready for this? I mean, you got obviously his years with T.O., his numbers were inflated because T.O. definitely helped. But like, think about the guys that we had when Romo was, was at his peak. You know, it was like Miles Austin and Creighton and fucking even Roy Williams sucked, but he was there. Sam you know what Hurd. I mean? like, Sam huh? Hurd. Sam Hurd before he dealt all that coke. You Laurent know what I mean? Like, Laurent Robinson. Laurent Robinson. That so, like, smart, he had bro. a lot less. So, a lot of people are like, Romo had more. And I'm like, Romo had way less. I'm sorry. Way less. So, we only had I mean, we had Felix Jones. We had uh, yeah, I'm not worried about the running game. I'm just talking about guys. Even and, then. Even and not then. For nothing, a, a Hall of Fame tight end. Romo had so that's that's yeah. that was his his boy you know what I mean like so he had that but then he made other guys like My Dak Prescott went into dead, the game bro. Dak Prescott went into this game with C D Lamb as wide receiver one and then the fall off was incredible nothing out of Gallup nothing I mean all season nothing out of Jalen Tolbert that was a complete waste of a pick I think I mean I like the kid I got to interview the kid seems like a really nice guy but how do you not get on the field like at all right and then for them to 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 draft you know, T.Y. Hilton at the end, you know, or, or I'm sorry, signed T.Y. Hilton towards the end of the season. It's just like we all got excited, and then he makes the big play on Christmas Eve, and we're like, wow, that's it. That's what we needed. And then down the stretch, you, you realize who T.Y. was. He was no, but, but wait, no. and, Get, huh? search, let me add to this, though. Like a great example was Gallup being wide open, okay? You, you can't make catches if you're not getting the ball thrown to you. Yeah, and it's true, not true. like they were dropping yeah. balls, okay? They're running their routes, man. They're running their routes, and you know, again, I'm not back there, but I don't know what the hell Dak's seeing. But Greg Olson, pretty much, I would text you and then would repeat what I said. 
right? Right. He missed CeeDee Lamb on a wide open play where he was sitting there going like, you, I don't know what he's seeing, right? Well, but I'll you tell you right now, this is, this, is where, this is where it's crazy. Ready for this? Targets. I'm looking at the targets from this game. 13 to CeeDee Lamb, 10 to Dalton Schultz. You ready for the rest of the numbers? No Brown, two. T.Y., one. Tony Pollard out of the backfield, three. Cavante Turpin, one. Zeke, one, uh, four. And and Michael Gallup, just three targets. That's You've got to find these guys. This is what we pay these guys for. Yeah. You've got to find them. You got to. Well, you know what's funny? That T.Y. Hilton was a big third down catch. Yes, remember I remember. Yeah. The game. So, and, and, of course, <laughs> and, of course, the one Cavante Turpin catch was the um, – the flag football play heard around the world. I don't know what the fuck I'm that fine was. With it, though. These are try- everyone, and they're posting that Whatever. like we had a shot to win. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure that play is going to go 93 yards because exactly. Dalton Schultz couldn't get a foot down. Whatever. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, the the And again, Dalton Schultz, you know, he's probably gone. I think he's played himself out. I, I don't know. There's a lot of things to talk about. Buddy, the nail in our coffin was that three minute drive. Yeah. That, that, uh, we had three timeouts, a two-minute warning, and we're three and out. Yeah. When I saw that, I'm like, all right. And, you know, we, we're all – the funny thing is, I'm, you know, obviously I'm rooting for Dak as a Cowboys fan. I don't want to have him go in there and shit the bed. But everybody – this is going to be his legacy. This is going to be the drive. A lot of people are rooting for him because, you know, it's hard not to root for him. Right. He's, but, a you know, He's a good dude. You got to remove. You got to remove your emotions and be objective about this whole thing. And then you got to say, okay, like for instance, if we're able to trade him, I I pray the kid has a great season. He may, you know, he goes to the Super Bowl. Yeah. As long as his interest. Yeah, I mean, don't- I was I was a massive advocate for Demarcus Ware to win one in Denver. I was like, go go win, bro. Like that that would be great for you to win. Well, I'll always be a Dak fan. I will. I'll yeah. be Dak wherever he you goes. Can't, you cannot be. Like, again, do you understand how important it is not for the amount of good plays to make, but the amount of bad plays not to make? Yep. That is what kills a game. And, you know, that's what killed us. And I'm also curious to see how many under 10-yard passes that he overthrew or underthrew. Right, right. I mean, even on the drags, you, you they're, all, they're always having all around. Yeah. I would around, say, but- I would say before we go, the – in my adult life, um, the divisional playoff that hurt the most, that kept me up for almost two weeks. Green Bay? This one's not, e- this one's not even close. Um, I slept like I, a baby on Sunday. Well, not really. I would say even the Giants divisional one we lost. That was oh, a bad that one. one. That one kept me that up was, for a while. I was, working did, for the fucking, I was working for the fucking Giants at that time. That was not no, fun. I know, I know. I'm just saying me. I'm talking about me. I, br- I brought this up, so I get to talk about it real quick. Um, the Giants one was, yeah, but you're like, ah. Uh, you know what? We we got we we have Romo still, and I know we can be back again. The one for me is 2014. That team there would have won a Super Bowl if it wasn't for the catch. In this game, I'm watching this, thinking in my head the whole time. Eh, I kind of deep inside, I knew this was going to happen, and that's why it hurt. I'm not saying it didn't hurt, but I we I saw it, and a lot of other people saw it, and, and we weren't being fooled. All right, and here's my question. What's your ideal situation now for, for as a Cowboys fan, that's going to make you feel the best? What's your ideal situation for who wins the NFC Championship game? Who wins the AFC oh, Championship game? That's easy. I know you guys are different than me, but I am not on board with the Philadelphia Eagles winning that game. I'm sorry. I can't get behind an NFC East team to win the NFC title. So I'll go Niners. 
and I love Joe Burrow. He's one of my new favorite players in this league. So give me uh, Joe, give me the Bengals and the uh, and the 49ers to be in the Super Bowl. Keith, I don't give a shit, and I mean that. <laughs> I don't. I'm tired of it. Sebastian, my buddy Sebastian was like, "Well, you got to protect the protect your Super Bowls." I don't give a fuck about that anymore. I really, <laughs> we have no right to talk. We're fucking. You know what we are. We're a nice shirt at Target right now. <laughs> I'm serious. Like we make like there are really nice shirts at like Saks Fifth Avenue that Target can duplicate. That's what we are right now. We're a fucking Target collared shirt. That well, first I'm of all, we call it Target here in New Jersey. Thank you very much. Whatever. We're well, we're generic. I'm us. We, we have every right to be. I don't even give a shit. Let our records be crushed. Let everything happen. <laughs> Let's be who we have been for the last fucking thirty years. All right, Brett. that's one of the best analogies. That's one of the best analogies I've ever heard. It's gonna be a ne- Brett's next well, bit. We're, we're a nice shirt at Target, and that's exactly. Or or we're a cheap shirt at at Nordstrom's because <laughs> all the money we got and we we put up this design, right? Uh, that you know. Yeah. No, no, no. Either we're we're the, we're the, we're the shirts on the rack in the back where they're just like the guys try them on. They're like, I just don't fit, and they just throw it on the fucking. Yeah, <laughs> listen, man, we had a successful season. Okay, if look the, the again, if we if we didn't lose to Jacksonville, if we didn't lose the Green Bay game, you know, we would have had a, a bye. We could have was a good season. Sure. All right, um, you know, I, I believe the Niner fans or the Eagle fans. What? What'd you say? I said you're starting to fart out now at the very end. Yeah, bro, we're, we're just a breaking up crazy. But I will say, if my aunt Wait, had Can balls, you hear me now? Yeah, we got you, Keith, uh, Brett. What'd you say, Keith? Right. I said, so, if 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 my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. That's the classic fucking that line. Correct. And ifs. All right, so here's my ideal situation. And I believe that the Niner fans are the West Coast version of the, of the Eagle fans, okay? Same group. I would love to see uh, the Eagles win. I would love to see the Eagles win, get to the Super Bowl. And because they, they're yelling bang, bang, Niner gang at Disneyland. <laughs> and then I would love to see Cincinnati. Or I love Mahomes. You know, I love Mahomes. And I love I'm a Mahomes guy, too. I, I like him. I'm his, Fugazi, I'm his Fugazi injury, by the way. You're fucking trash. Yeah. Fuck them. They suck. <laughs> Either way, I would like to see uh, AFC win it. So I would like to see the Eagles go, and then all the Eagle fans get excited, and then have Burroughs or Mahomes come in and just crush their dreams. I love it. I love it. All right, let's get out of here. So anyway, Cowboys season's over. We stink. Dak is a good Next time you cut up a clip, can I not look like a monkey doing this? Bro, when I it was such a good context. I was like, why is he scratching his fucking head? I'm like, just like oh fuck um but yeah so i'll make sure this one uh this week is better i promise yeah. all right guys for dave start joe brett and keith Ernst, this has been another episode of the jersey boys podcast so much for the dallas cowboys they'll be back and next year i got a feeling it's, Super our, Bowl. Year. <laughs> it's our year baby Mama. here we go we're so generic how about them cowboys yeah. roger he's going long down the near sideline for drew pearson pearson makes the catch at the five touchdown what you believe in starbuck hit pearson on a 50-yard touchdown runs zeke up the middle he's gone zeke's gone